I promise I'll speak to, we'll be speaking to Michael Matthews, the director of uh, Five Fingers for Marseille, a brilliant film, a Western-style African film with some amazing actors um, with, uh, with uh, Mambaso, with, what's his name? Uh, Warren, 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 Masim, Warren Masimula, Vuyo Dabula, Hamilton Dlamini, some hectic South African actors. Um, and I just want to welcome Michael Matthews on the show. Hello, Michael. Hey, man. How are you? I'm good, good. I, I am fantastic. Uh, listen, I watched this, the trailer of the movie, um, and I must say I am taken aback at the quality of the movie. It seems like, um, it seems like it's, it's an international film. Like, you know, it was shot in some other great uh, Western country, but it's actually a South African film. Um, and my, my very first reaction was Five Fingers for Marseille. That sounds like a European film. So that's a little bit about the title, uh, Five Fingers for Marseille. Yeah, I mean, it was um, really to do with reflecting our post-colonial history. So we've got all these tiny nowhere towns throughout South Africa, like Barcelona, Rome, Marseille, Paris. Mm. Um, and we just found that to be quite an interesting starting point. So we have, there is a real Marseille, and there is a township attached to that. And uh, in modern South Africa now, where we've gotten to, you've kind of, a lot of these originally displaced people that have formed the township and they are now the town that is now their town. So you kind of have these strange Marseille and Barcelona and Rome, um, which sort of reflect, I guess, where our history and what we've all been through. Mm-hmm. And that, that that for me is it's 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 pretty interesting to see the the impact of colonial language. Of I mean, I, I know Marseille is an area in in, in France. Um, you know, so colonial language. You know, towns like Rome, Italian influence, and Barcelona, Spanish influence. For me, it's hectic. Um, uh, just tell us a little bit about um, the, the the story of of the movie. The way I understand it is that it's a, a Western style movie, but that's 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 the only clue that I got. Tell us a little, a little bit about the story of the movie. Sure. So we um, we started by just watching tons of different westerns and getting inspired by all the like early westerns, and then through the revisionist ones and like Japanese ones and all and the Italian ones and kind of. In a way, many countries around the world have all done their version of what the Western is. Mm. And um, and then we sort of just took that and, and kind of created an archetypal kind of storyline that where the characters are sort of strong and heroic and sort of represent that Western storyline, yeah. but then completely, you know, transpose it into a South African modern-day setting. In, if we set it in the Eastern Cape and sort of a rural small town. Mm. Um, and so everything about it kind of, modern day real south africa just like slightly heightened into the western sort of feeling yeah yeah um i just wanted to to, to find out you mean you, you you said that you took all these all these western style films and you you looked at them you scrutinized them um to me it seems like you 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 are reinventing the western style movie i mean the, my understanding is that it's a, it's one of the first african uh, western films um, am I am I coming to a premature conclusion? Because I think I think it's brilliant. Um, do you, are, you, are you looking at, at reinventing completely the Western style of of, uh, of movies? Thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, there, there were in the eighties there were a lot of these sort of B grade movies getting made, and some of them they did these like black African westerns, but they were quite jokey and over the top. Mm. Um, and I would say it's definitely the first time South African cinema or Africa as a whole potentially has done more of like a serious modern day. Western, and I think what was kind of important to us also, I mean, the Western sort of like helps you imagine what kind of movie it might be, but at the same time, it's really just a modern day 
um, crime thriller that's mm. got a western sort of slant to it that sort of helps it have more of this heightened genre feeling to it. Mm-hmm. All right, this sounds so so interesting. Right, we're going to take a small break and we're going to come back uh, and chat and chat more about more about the movie. However, in the meantime, we're going to give you your traffic up. Shotgun fix out of the blue here on Sucks FM 107.2. It's brilliant stuff. Uh, the movie Five Fingers for Marseille uh, is out today um, in cinema, so you can, you, you, not you can, you should actually go and watch it. It's a great, um, great film. Uh, we've got the, the director on the line. We're speaking to Michael uh, Matthews. Uh, Michael, just in terms of um, the, because after seeing the trailer, I mean, it just hinted at some socio-political issues that it touches on in South Africa. Can you just uh, maybe like uh, elaborate on some of these issues? Because I heard something about about land. Um, and it talks about like settlers. I remember one of the phrases it says that um, there was us, then the, then the settlers came, something like that. Yes. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, ultimately, it's an entertaining genre movie. So, so we didn't want to end up trying to make a movie that felt like it was overly issue driven, and you know that's what the story is about. So, on the surface level, I think lots of people can watch it and just see it as a cool kind of entertaining action western. Mm. Um, but at the same time, you know, thematically, hopefully we've dealt with some more important things in it. Um, and I would say the main overarching thing is kind of the damage, the post-colonial damage that's been done that sort of keeps recycling and surfacing in different ways. Yeah. Um, and I think people think we can move past that sort of stuff quicker than we than we can, you know. Yeah. Um, and ultimately it's about... The first 15 minutes of the movie is about these teenage kids in, in the early 90s near the end of apartheid, and their small town is is under a lot of oppression from the cops because they're feeling under a lot of pressure because mm. sort of they're getting outweighed by the actual community now, and they can tell things are shifting, and so they're taking the aggression out on the community, and these kids ended up end up they kind of band themselves together and called themselves the Five Fingers, mm. and they end up the one ends up doing something he shouldn't have done and it's like a big violent act and it sort of sends the whole group into turmoil and then the, the real story picks up 20 years later in the modern day now and they're all adults you know in their late 30s one's become the mayor of that town one's a police chief one's pastor in the church mm. and our main character Tau is from he, he ran away and he went to Joburg became a renowned sort of gangster outlaw and he's return, returning home um, and then the real story sort of starts and that's Basically, in a way, outside of the surface entertainment story, it's about these characters all having to deal with the stuff they've been through in the past and the different ways it affects them and the different ways that oppression and that um, sort of having to fight for your freedom like recycles back and sort of the guilt and the difficulties from the past kind of aren't dealt with that easily. Yeah, yeah. Um, talk to us a little bit about about the language. Um, the movie is um, predominantly done in Sutu and there's a little bit of Kosa. Um, yes. Was was it a challenge with 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 the language and with with translation and with getting the right the right language and in, in, in the right context? Was it was that a challenge, mm-hmm. or was it something that you that w- was you basically had lots yeah, of Yeah, there were with? there were different challenges to it. There was you know trying to make the film because we basically wanted to elevate the budget to to more than the usual south african film mm. um to kind of give it the scale and the production quality and all that so that it really could shine internationally as well as locally yeah um and in doing that we we went internationally trying to find co-producers and partners and financing and we hit that challenge of it being all mostly in situ and all local actors 
Um, again and again, there were opportunities where if we made it, you know, 80% English or if we brought one or two American actors, we could get the money. Yeah. Um, and we just managed to, start to stick to our guns and, it, you know, it took us eight years to make the movie um, and we finally got there. But So that was one aspect of the challenge. And then obviously being a, a white director, there's a whole different challenge of mm. feeling like I'm making a, a movie about a culture that's not my own, you know. Mm. Um, sort of cultural appropriation, did, right? Yeah, exactly. So we were very aware of that early on and didn't want to fall into any traps of some kind of ignorance of the way we handle it. So we're always really open and honest about what we're trying to do um, and involve Mama Kwena Makena, who's a, a scriptwriter and um, and a, like a linguist, actually, yeah. uh, who's got involved with us and helped us translate the lines into what, you know, the, to get the real meaning of the lines as opposed to any direct translations and that sort of thing. And then we involved the actors early on. Some mm. of them, like William Dabula, we cast even five years ago. Um, and so they got involved with their characters, and we kind of gave them all their lines once we thought they were where they should be. Yeah. We gave them to all the actors and said, you guys take them on and own it now. It's your characters. You would know better how, what you feel is right. And so that a lot of them changed their lines themselves and then brought it back to us, and then we went through it with Mama Kuena again. And so it was a... There was a lot of process that went through it so that we weren't discussing the stuff on set. Yeah. We were all pretty confident on the on location that we all were happy with where the film was, you know. That's that's really brilliant. Um and seeing a, a, a film of that quality again I'll, I'll I'll talk about the quality and the production quality and the cinematography and and um, the editing and you know the the scenes personally i'm a, I'm a person who loves visuals and looking at the the light and the mm. dark for me it was it was it was amazing seeing a film of of, of that quality um, and speaking about the quality of, of such a film a South African film um, I've, I've often wondered and I saw the same thing with Inkleba, the one that was done with um, Tori. Um I saw that I noticed that films get uh, screened first in like Toronto, the Toronto Film Festival, and in Belgium and in Germany before they get screened first in South Africa. Is there is there a particular reason to that? Yeah, I think it's there's like a bigger. There's, it's quite a long conversation, but I guess there's a few reasons. But one of the big one is that it, what's quite interesting is that South Africans still feel like things have to make it elsewhere. To form the respect here, uh, you know, as soon as yeah. you see a South African film nominated for an Oscar, and stuff, yeah. then everyone pays attention to it. But until then, people just have an assumption that it's maybe not that good. Or um, I think we we still as South Africans don't just take pride in knowing that's ours. I want to check it out. I think it looks cool. I don't care what anyone else it's thinks. It's a problem. We still have this this thing where you've got to kind of make it elsewhere and bring it back. Yeah. Um, but then on top of that, you know with Five Fingers, we wanted the world to see it and it to get distribution internationally and all that. And so you, those recognizable platforms like Toronto and, and London where we showed the, the film are sort of your bouncing board, like the starting point for, mm. for getting the film out there. And those festivals won't show it once it's premiered somewhere else. So it becomes quite an elite thing where you have to show it first there before, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I, I really encourage... Um, um, the the public to go and view this film. Um, I think it's a it's a really well done film. Like I said, like I said, like I said before. Um, so thank you very much to you, Michael Mac- Michael Matthews, for directing that film. Um, any any future prospects for more di- fil- film directing in South Africa? Yeah, I think. I mean, outside of myself, there's a, like a really great new wave of younger filmmakers who are just starting to do their first films and sort of pushing the industry in a new direction. So I think. It's really important for audiences to get out there and support and watch the films. 
because that's that's what kind of creates the cycle of being able to make more and and, and changes the perspective that we our movies aren't that good. Yeah. Um, but then personally, we have um, I've got a movie called Apocalypse Nana, which is hopefully we'll be shooting next year, which is like a dark fantasy set in Cape Town. It's very different to Five Fingers, but it's also uh, completely South African based on a South African book, mm. um, and that should be good fun. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Michael Matthews. Uh, that's Michael Matthews, the director um, of the one of the coolest, newest South African movies. It's called Five Fingers for Marseille. It's out today in cinemas, uh, I, and I, I strongly suggest that you go and watch it. Tax FM 107.2. You're pretty awesome.